Welcome all to this week's episode. Today on Blank Music is for Me, we welcome JB Summers, an artist that comes all the way from Nashville. I had the opportunity to meet this singer and songwriter on Clubhouse, and I immediately was attracted to his new single, Hurt You. JB Summers, welcome. Please tell us a bit about yourself. Hey, Layla, thanks for having me. Um, I think you said a lot in that, but as you said, my name's JB Summers. I'm uh, hailing from Nashville, Tennessee. Um, been here for about eight months, and it's been an amazing experience just growing in music and all those amazing things, meeting new people, all of that. And Clubhouse has been absolutely awesome. It's just a little subtle plug for that. Um, I don't think I would have ever met you had not. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> room for Clubhouse. So, yeah, that's just a little bit about me. So when did you discover music? Let's go f- back in time. Yeah, golly. Um, So my mom and my dad are super musical people. They both met um, in the choir when they were in high school. And so they uh, kind of instilled that love of music and arts in me uh, and my siblings from an early age. I knew I wanted to do some sort of music uh, industry job. And so singing was like the natural um, choice for me. When I was four, I think I sang my first solo in church. And so that was a, yeah. (laughs) And um, and then I was hooked, I think, honestly, from the time I could first hold a mic is when I I knew I wanted to do something with music. And um, I started writing songs when I was seven and terrible, I'm sure. Um, (laughs) But, you know, um, it just grew my love for music and I always stayed focused on that. So um, from then on, I just, you know, had awesome opportunities, whether it was in the church that I like grew up in, or if it was in like local opportunities to sing, whatever it was for me to be able to stretch my abilities and grow in that. So, yeah. Look at you. Good job. Wow. So, Can you give us a definition of what is the genre that you specialize in the music genre? Yeah. I mean, I would consider myself pop, I think, um, but I, I would say like, since I have so much like soul in my background um, from growing up in uh, like a Christian home and being on like worship teams and all of that when I was a kid, um, I think there's just a lot of soul in there and passion behind that from from God and like really just what what I do is is not just like pop. It's hard for me to like, to put that into the one category of pop. So I think it's like soul pop. I don't know if that's the best definition. Do you have any influences in gospel by any chance because you were so much in church and you grew up in a religious family? Yeah, so not like, maybe not like uh, gospel per se, but I, I would say like Hillsong United was a major influence for me. They're like a well-known Australian band. Um, and then, uh, most definitely like you know Joel Houston who's a part of that band but I would say like really just like the spirit behind that music is what influenced me um not necessarily just like the people themselves but the heart and the passion that comes from that music and then I just I just love like the lyricism that they always brought to the table that always inspired inspired me to be less focused on the 
you know, the musicality. Yes, the musicality is important, but mm -hmm. the lyricism and the heart behind the song is what was really like driving from those those people. So, yeah. Okay. So I'll then just um, skip to the question. I was going to ask you actually one of the questions. Um, who are the artists that inspire you and oh, yeah. or that had an impact on your life? Uh, yeah. Mostly like on the melody term, on musicality yeah. term and on yeah. lyrics. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I have so many, I like tried to write it down the other day because someone asked me this question on Clubhouse and I was like, let me just like write down all the people that have influenced <laughs> me over my life in terms of music. You know, I think, um, I would say, I would definitely say the first couple people that I would say would be like Brooke Frazier or she also goes like Brooke Leerwood now, um, her like married name, but Brooke Frazier. I mean, I would say Joni Mitchell, I would say, um, uh oh my gosh uh joel houston modern day people would be like hosier yes Ugh, i love hosier. I mean, gosh even who's who have i really been jiving with i think lately like lennon stella she's in nashville well she's actually canadian but she's a nashville artist like well-known nashville artist now but lennon stella i love her stuff gosh i could go on but those are things that really inspire me like lyrically and I think like melodically I'm I'm really inspired by uh, most of those people as well but I would definitely say like Hozier in terms of his like crazy melodic oh, flow song his like, song take you know, me to church is just oh my gosh amazing yeah work 100%. song I mean I could go on his stuff is so awesome John Mayer I think melodically as well John Mayer yes yeah. Anyways, okay. those are some of my favorite people. <laughs> well, that's a lot. That's good because I, in the other artists on my podcast, mentioned a couple ones, but you definitely have a big, uh, a big album full of artists that yeah. you like. Yeah. Um. So, what world or experience are you trying to create in your music? Gosh, I mean, connection. Um, for people to have some sort of positive experience when they listen to my music um like it would be let me be a bit more precise is there any like visual world that you're giving them like mm -hmm. do you want them to be because you know there's some artists who want them to be like in a dream or like an la sunset yeah. or like etc i don't i don't necessarily know if i have a visual aspect that i'm thinking of whenever i'm like putting songs out i mean i just i just want people to experience like I don't know, these are so vague terms, but just like feel really loved or like feel like really encapsulated by the music itself that they just feel joy. Um, yeah, I don't know if that answers your question, but it's actually ironic because your song is called Hurt You. I know. Yeah, well, it's, <laughs> it's the, the intent behind the song, the lyrics behind the song is um, I never meant to hurt you. You know, I never meant to lie. So it's that song is ironically, it's it's that relationship aspect that we like. We we always hurt the ones that are closest to us and we don't mean to sometimes. Mm -hmm. So it's it's kind of an apology song and a, and a song of um, remorse. So I know that is ironic, though, that I'm saying I want people to feel loved when it's like a heartbreak <laughs> song. But, you know, I think joy. I understand. Yeah, joy comes in so many different ways, though, too. I think the music lifts people up and all that kind of stuff so it's yeah. true it's uplifting it is 
hopefully. <laughs> so tell us a bit about your environment and how you express your music where you live, because your audience here is probably Canadian right now. Probably yeah. one day it will be international, but how do you express it where you live? Yeah, I mean, uh, so with COVID, um, things have been a little difficult in terms of like being able to exp express it out um, from behind a screen. Um, my uh, first show in a year was a couple weeks ago on the 26th when I released my first um, single soon. And um, that's one of the ways that I've been able to express it. And I actually have one tomorrow on the, um, the 25th of uh march yeah so i think um <laughs> i would say uh that's one of the ways that i physically express it but i mean it's you know it's difficult your show is going to be online no it's going to be um i may actually do a live stream yeah but um okay. it's, it's going to be um it's going to be in person so i've had two opportunities to connect with people so it's all socially distanced bars and stuff like that. So it's, it's cool. It's just, it's less people, but it's still, it's amazing. I mean, the experience of being on stage, I was just talking to the, the woman that cut my hair today. Um, she said, uh, I've just missed like being with a crowd. You just forget how invigorating that is being with people who are singing your music, who are, um, you know, just screaming shouting for you excited to be there. the energy that you've missed you know as a performer is just it's wild so and it's only been a year and it's already affecting us so much i just know yeah it's like it's nothing think about yeah. it i mean i think i think like the the effects of covid will be long lasting in terms of like people's mental health but i just hope everyone has made it through, you know, I mean, obviously like we've lost a lot of people um, around the world and uh, I've had friends who have lost really close loved ones. And so it's, it's a difficult year, but I'm, I'm hoping that we're closer to the end of, um, of this pandemic with, yeah. you know, anyways. Tell me yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah. So um, tell us a bit about your first Instagram reel. You had one reel, I think, or probably, uh, was it one? Uh, I think I have a couple. I don't know. Which one are you referring to? Um, the last one, the most recent one, where you say it was, what was the goal of this video? Because yes. it was the behind the scenes of your music. Yeah, it was behind the music. Yeah. So um, that was kind of one of the things that I was alluding to a little bit earlier. My... Um, uh this this song hurt you started out for me as something that was really out of my comfort zone um oh wow okay i'd never really written music like this before um i'd always listened to pop songs and um songs similar to like you know house and edm and whatever and and i had loved it but i never thought that i could create something like that before and um but when we started writing it I immediately was like, this is, this is something special. Um, this is going to be like a, a good song, blah, blah, blah. And then we finished it. And the person that I thought of the, the moment we finished was my sister. Um, she, she passed away five years ago. Um, and that I'm was, so sorry. yeah, no, it's okay. It, I mean, it was a really tough time in, in life. Um, and music really helped me to process those emotions and those feelings that I was experiencing, grief, remorse, all that kind of stuff. But um, what I get to do now, which is really awesome, is I get to honor her 
um, for instilling that like love of music into me. So she was one of the first people to really introduce me to different genres of music other than just like Christian music or gospel music or whatever you want to call it. But um, so many different artists uh, went through her um, uh, car radio. So it was very awesome for for me to experience that with her. But anyways, Hurt You was um, uh, at first it wasn't necessarily written for her. But then after the fact, I realized that it was one of those things that she would have loved to dance to. So she was a dancer. And um, I, I knew that once we finished it, I was like, man, we would have, we would have loved to have cranked this in, in the car and just screamed it. So yeah, definitely an honor of my sister Summer, so. I'm, I'm sure she's watching you from above and she's yeah. proud of what you've done. I believe that hundred percent, so. Yeah. Oh, anyway. you're giving me shivers. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. So what do you think about our generation and how do you capture it in our, in your songs? I mean, gosh, what a question. Um, <laughs> I think, gosh, how to capture our generation in songs. I think this, this generation, just from what I'm seeing in clubhouse, um, is just really hungry for like authenticity and just like real experiences, not not um, not to say that there's like. I think we just we're we're tired of of the fake um, lives that people lead to, uh, like Instagram, for example. I think Instagram's a great tool, and it's a phenomenal um, app to be able to use um, to connect with people. But I think what it's done to us is it's kind of uh, allowed us to put a face on for people uh, no matter what. And what's amazing about the app that we connected on Clubhouse, it's, it's allowed us to like break down that wall to be, um, to be real, to be authentic. There's nothing, nothing's canned. It's all live. It's all real raw emotions. And so I want to be able to bring that in my music. Um, I want to bring what I'm feeling and what I feel like the, the, current generation is experiencing and put that into song that a, a, a song that can be sung as like an anthem for people um, to either cry if they're in if they're in that that space of sorrow or to just yell at the top of their lungs um, in excitement and joy so yeah I mean just something real something raw something tangible you really answered to that question perfectly i swear that's i think that's one of my best answers for that question oh ding, ding, you, you win a prize <laughs> <laughs> ding, ding. Do, do the bell oh it's it's really it's really true i mean I, I couldn't agree more to that um so what are your future goals after uh, the pandemic and with what you've created so far wow i mean i definitely want to continue writing music and making songs um, for people to experience and enjoy um, and enjoy, excuse me, um, tour more. Um, yeah, be able to play more live uh, venues. Uh, I would love to travel <laughs> selfishly. <laughs> I, mean, I, have friends, I know we all want to travel. I mean, I have friends that are um, in Australia that I would love to go back and see. Um, 
or even go to Canada for the first time because I've never been. So that would be amazing. <laughs> it's cold. It's not worth it. But but I got I have to experience it. You know, I have to experience <laughs> it. But yeah, travel. That'd be that'd be about it. Create more music. Yeah. So. Okay. So on a psychological aspect, here's that question. How does your music impact your environment, friends, relationships, and family? You're just <laughs> hitting me with these hard questions. Oh, my gosh. You're not the first I, one who tells me that. <laughs> I know. I think this is such a good question. I think my environment, I mean, music has changed this music that I've been creating has completely changed like who I am, I think. Um, it's made me um, into more, more of a confident person than I think I was before, which is like, I don't even know how that's possible because I'm a pretty confident person, but um, shows it really shows me that uh, feeling these feelings and sharing these emotions um, is okay. Cause I, I've never really been a person that wants to put my heart on display for everybody to just like, see and the these songs that i've been releasing are really that um me just opening up my chest and saying here's my heart step on it if you want like <laughs> <laughs> um my friends gosh i mean i've met some of the most amazing people just moving here to nashville and i think the only reason i moved to nashville was um to pursue music so um it's completely changed the the shape of my friendships um, with people from back home to here, meeting people that I never would have met had I not taken a leap of faith and just jumped out and um, pursued a career in music. My family, my gosh. Um, I mean, writing songs to, in honor of my sister, I think brings healing to them. Mm -hmm. um, and I think uh, helps them process, but also remind them that it's not something we want to sit in that grief, but to move past it. Of and, course, and, yeah. And, and grow. Yeah. So I think those are just a couple of the, the ways that it's really impacted me. That's a good answer. Good job. Thanks. You conquered tried. the question. Yeah. I <laughs> Gosh, it's a lot. Um, so where are you from originally? Because you, you say that you moved to Nashville. Yeah. So uh, originally, originally, um i'm from uh, a little town called montgomery alabama and then uh, so i lived there for 22 years wow and i went to school there everything i went to college there and then i moved um uh, right after i graduated college i moved to a town called niceville florida um, <laughs> yeah. niceville so are people niceville. nice huh Oh, are people nice there? <laughs> That's Sorry, like the number one question. I know. Yeah, no, people actually are. It's a really beautiful community. Um, it's right um, near Destin, Florida. If you look up Destin, Florida in Google, you'll see these beautiful beaches. Um, that was where I grew up vacationing to, and I never thought I would live there, but I did. So it's amazing. Um, yeah, so I call both those places home because I have – um, connections in Niceville from about 10 years of my life. And then I have obviously Montgomery was my, my birthplace. And then my childhood is there as well. My parents actually are selling my childhood home. It's so sad. Oh my um, God. We put it up 
they put it up for sale a couple of weeks ago. You must be devastated. I am. I honestly, my mom got me to go through and um, uh, take like copy down all the pictures, like save yeah, all the of pictures course. from the, the listing. It was very sad. Anyways, yeah. So that's where I'm from originally, and then that's where I lived for. Well, your audience, years. your audience will probably be really jealous because you lived in the sun for most of your life. Oh. And uh, we're so freezing nice. our butts off here. <laughs> well, you guys just need to go to Destin, Florida. And whenever the pandemic's over, go there first because it's cheaper than the Bahamas, but it has Let's the go. exact same water and beaches. Yes. Okay. This is a good advice, guys. Keep taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> so um, what is your trademark? Like, is there like a sign, a hat, a t-shirt you're wearing, something that's your trademark? Oh my gosh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I'm I don't think I'm cool enough to have a trademark, Layla. I don't I think um <laughs> maybe my like I don't know, maybe my I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> maybe like my I had a chain. I don't know where it is, but I think that's like a trademark of mine. I always have it on. Except for right now, of course, when I'm talking about it. But um yeah, I have this gold chain. But I mean I could say like that my hair i don't know <laughs> very true your hair okay you people don't see it because it's gonna be a, a an audio um, podcast okay. but it's very luscious guys like i can see it through the camera <laughs> it looks very luscious <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> so um i think that's gonna be we have two more questions okay uh this one is let's t discuss a bit about how the media influenced your music and how the media with the media you created your brand wow okay yeah when you say media do you mean like the social um, media like okay. say instagram website was, clubhouse whatever how it's influenced my music um well i will say i don't believe that i would have uh as we've already said i wouldn't have had this opportunity to meet with you and hang out with you hadn't we not met in Clubhouse. So I'm very thankful. I'm going to give a little shout out. I'm very thankful to my friend, Amy Mirlacina, for adding me to Clubhouse and inviting me to it, even though I was like, that seems lame. Why would I add that? Why would I do that? <laughs> um, but it's been the best experience for me so far. And I think my music would not be where it is right now without this kind of um, reach to people all over the world. Um, yeah, and it just gives independent artists such a major opportunity to um, test out new songs, to share their music and just, you know, grow with their audience and, and, and increase their audience. Um, yeah, so I would say Clubhouse, less, less than Instagram, Clubhouse way more um, has influenced my music just because of the, the reach that it has. Um, and how about uh, TikTok? <laughs> TikTok, gosh. I thought, honestly, I thought, I had this conversation with someone the other day on Clubhouse. I think TikTok is so interesting where the videos that I don't think will do well, do well. And the ones that I think will do well, don't do well. I, I um, so agree with you on that one. It's so sad. I think, um, <laughs> were we having that conversation? Maybe we were, or maybe you were in the room. I can't remember, but it's just interesting to see the ones that are like that I put the least amount of effort into that just do well. And by well, I mean, you know, they, they don't blow up. I'm not a million view person, but um, do have a couple like 
get to a couple, uh, like 40, I think 45,000 was my largest one, but anyways, that was a good one. But, um, TikTok hasn't been very kind to me. I'll say that's all I gotta say. <laughs> I feel like TikTok but, is really young. It's, it's a young yeah. platform. Gosh. And I'm, um, I'm young, but I'm not that young. So it's definitely like a 16 and, and below app. I feel. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. So. Well, it's funny because here in Montreal, it's a bit different because a lot of the people who popped off on TikTok are like my age, like 22, 23, yeah. 24, which is kind of like surprising. That is you know? surprising. Most of the people um, that I've seen in the States yeah. that have popped off are like 19. 18, 20. 18, yeah. Because yeah. there's so many more uh, clout, let's put that yeah. word, yeah, yeah, yeah. in the States with TikTok than here. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, another question I wanted to ask you is, um, what was the negative and positive impact on your life thanks to your music? Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> these questions are so deep. I already talked about this. It's so hard for me to share my soul with people. Um, you can do I this. Think, I know. <laughs> um, the the positive impact I kind of already alluded to, but um, by taking the step and the risk to leave what was very comfortable for me um, in Niceville and in Montgomery um, to come to Nashville has been a really beautiful uh, experience so far. I've met some amazing people in this town and collaborated with some amazing artists um, and have created some great songs. Um, with that though, I've lost, um, you know, I've, I've lost some friends that I, that I won't be able to keep up with as much because I'm not in the same town as them. Mm -hmm. And so our relationships, they're still strong, but it's very different when you're, uh, six and a half hours away versus five minutes down the road. So true, 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 true. there's always a give and take though. I think with that, like, like, you know, the positives really, in my opinion, outweigh the negative. I'm very much a a glass half full kind of person in most of my life and I really don't see a ton of negatives from yeah. this I think the negatives are very um slight compared to the positives so well, yeah. that's good that's good that's why um because I know that somehow some artists have more negatives but it pushes them to become better because yeah. the negatives are actually good for them you know yeah I mean I think like like I said, my, my comfort aspect, I had to leave, I left my job that was very comfortable um, to come and work at Starbucks at first before I got the job that I'm currently working as. Um, and it was very hard. <laughs> um, the, the, the struggle, I don't know if anybody else listening will have been a barista before, but customer service is not for the faint of heart. And it's definitely not conducive to being able to create music because by the end of my shift every day, I was so tired that I didn't want to do anything musically. So I pretty much, I might not have done, I don't think I did much for like six months when I first moved here. So, which was really hard for me because the whole purpose for moving here was to create music. So mm -hmm. I think that was one negative that a little bit outweighed the positives during that time period, but has since been alleviated. So I'm good. Yeah. Okay. And then finally, okay. last question. Um, okay. What are the last words you want to give to our audience today? Oh my 
gosh, these are so, <laughs> these are great. Um, this has been, first off, this has been awesome. So thank you for oh, having me. And thank, thank you, for, you so me, much. for giving me the opportunity to be able to share a little bit from my heart and also um, asking me these deep questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I just want to say to anybody uh, who is listening, know that you're loved um, and know that you're cared for. Um, and know that, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just thankful that you take, took the time to listen to this, uh, podcast and I hope that you will continue to support Layla as she, uh, continues this endeavor and, um, yeah, be, be kind to your neighbor, be kind to your family, be kind to those, um, who you aren't very fond of, um, because they deserve it the most, I think and just love one another yeah i think that's my that's my final thank words you. thank you so much jb um you guys go listen to his music go follow him on instagram um and thank you so much for being with us today thank you for having